0: Hello, and welcome to A Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, and I'll be your editor for this game. We played and recorded a Pathfinder 2nd Edition one-shot while we were on a break. We have about five episodes of this game, and then another game or two to enjoy before we get back to Exalted. So I'll let our amazing DM Alex explain it. Enjoy!
1: In a small farming village far from the cities of the kingdom, a child vanishes in the night. A group of townsfolk, who draw the short straws, go to investigate. A witch lives in the woods, but some in the party have secrets of their own. It's far from perfect, but no game that goes from conception to playing in six hours is. I hope you all enjoy an adventure in Havelsgard.
0: If you hear a loud bang, that means that you should run. That's my uh, my main spell going off. I should oh. be back momentarily. How confident are you in, in getting by?
2: Very. Carry on, then. All right. You have ten minutes. All
1: right. Um, How do you go about this,
0: Buckland? Uh, Bachlin is going to uh, kind of get out of our field of torchlight and kind of start going through the undergrowth, kind of stealthing along, uh, trying his best to use his small frame to blend in, with maybe not blend in with the with the foliage, but kind of use it to his advantage and kind of stay near, uh, like large bushes or like hiding behind thicker trees and everything, and trying to. Uh, make his way as quickly but quietly as he can towards uh, towards this other torchlight and kind of stay on the edge of its uh, vision so to speak okay I'm gonna
1: have you roll both a stealth and a perception
0: okay here comes the stealth 24 on stealth nice and a whole and a whole nine with a natural oh, one yeah. on on perception. Yep,
1: okay. Well that that's fun. Um I will remind you about the hero points if you want to, but if you don't, that's fine too.
0: Uh, you know what, when else am I gonna use them? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll reroll that perception. Okay. Wow, thirteen. What what slightly well I mean it's not a nat one
1: which at least it's not gonna be like an auto crit fail, right? Um. All right. So, (sighs) your uh kind of short squat dwarven frame, even with probably some creaky knees or whatever, um, you make your way through the undergrowth, um, relatively quietly, um, and unseen. He very quickly slips out of sight of the group, um, lost in the shadows. Uh, it, it takes you a little bit to, uh, make your way towards the camp. Um, and it is a camp. Um, it seems there's a bit of a clearing and, um, you hear some, some kind of gobliny sing songy chanting. Um, you really don't seem much um, other than it's basically, like, not a huge bonfire, but it's, it's more than a little campfire. Um, just kind of a little average bonfire type thing. Um, and you struggle to pick out exactly how many there are, but there's got to be a few goblins there. Yeah, there's there appears to be some sort of putt thing, but that's all you can really pick
0: out. OK, uh, I'm going to make it back if I can. Unless, of course, you need me to roll again. No. Nope. Um, and then when they, I make it back to uh, the rest of the group. Goblin camp dead ahead. It was a good call to continue through the night. I did not get a good read on how many that there were, but there's a large hut in the middle of it, potentially where that uh, Little Miss Hopkins is being kept. Uh, We can either go running in, uh, swords raised high, or take the stealthy approach, uh, whichever you all prefer.
3: I'm not very stealthy, but... If everyone else would like to, I will definitely give it my best. And she'll give you, like, a big smile.
4: <laughs> I'm also not very stealthy, but we can see what happens.
5: Do goblins have dark vision? Mm, I think so.
3: I believe they do.
2: Let me see.
3: If I remember. Uh,
5: yes, they do. How far into night are we?
0: Uh, it is 11 p.m. If I believe, if if I heard correctly, I'm sorry.
1: That that is the estimation that uh, Bachlin has is that it is 11 p.m.
2: I'm gonna go have a talk. You all can get in position.
5: Two seconds. Maybe we use a little bit of tact here.
2: That is the tact. It's called a may, distraction.
5: May I try something first?
2: Is it tactful? Yeah. Then go ahead, friend.
5: How close are we to the to the Goblin camp? Uh, um... Outland?
1: I would say that you guys think you're probably a hundred yards off or so.
5: Can you get us a little bit closer? So we can, like, get into position, Falkland. I have an idea.
2: Would you like to share that idea?
5: I'm going to draw a couple of them out, make some noise. And then maybe they'll have a few less to come back. And then they'll send more out, and a few less, and, you know, until they've lost some of their forces.
2: And we can wear their faces to pretend we're goblins.
5: Wow that that's uh, <laughs> wow, that's these I'll past, be honest establishing five inc- hours of life have been really hard on you, huh <laughs> What do you mean
4: <laughs> he's been he's been without his friend for so long I mean
5: I mean yes, we could wear their faces, so we, they think we're goblins to you right.
4: I don't think it's gonna work as well as you expect it to unfortunately,
5: no, 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 I like where his energy's at. let him have it.
0: Unfortunately, I did not uh, prepare disguise self.
5: So, uh, what do we think? Maybe a couple of you, maybe we, if someone can guide me towards where they, within earshot, I can draw a couple of them to us. They'll never know what hit
3: Guide you, you say?
5: The darkvision guy.
0: I could certainly do it, or I could go off to the side and use my use one of my louder spells to draw their attention.
5: Well, don't waste the spell. I think I, uh, out of character, I have ghost. Sound. I have ghost voice. I
0: have,
5: voice. so I can. Just I have. I
0: voice. have many spells.
5: Maybe close enough so that we're within range of their fire, so I can see something. That'd be lovely.
3: Um, can you remind me? Um, when you're casting spells for a cleric, is it um the cantrips are unlimited, right?
1: yes cantrips are reusable you don't use spell slots um spells and so okay i should explain action economy Mm -hmm. real quick um so unlike in D &D, where it's like standard move and minor or whatever in pathfinder 2 you literally just have three actions um you use them whatever you want you can move three times you can attack three times you can mix and match so um spells um generally are gonna list um there's like a little icon they use um most spells are a two action thing um some cleric spells like your like project positive energy spell that i forget what it's called is variable and you can choose um but it should have like a little icon um
3: a little diamond shape
1: yeah, so if it's, like, a little diamond shape, that's just kind of a single diamond. I mean, it's got, like, a little dot and a little, like, chevron thing. That's one action. If it has, like, an extra smaller chevron on top of that, that's a two action. And then a third one's always the three.
3: Then uh, Denick asks, you know, for some some guidance to get him there. Kiara, Here, uh, Kiara's going to go over him. And just kind of, like, give him a good, firm, like, nod of affirmation and cast guidance on him.
1: (laughs) Um, I will also say that everyone has a, like, everyone has a reaction by default. Um, Not everyone necessarily has a class ability to use that reaction. Um, Fighters are the only ones that, by default, get attacks of opportunity built in with them um so but if you if you have something that uses that like some spells you
0: can use it for and stuff it's got like the little curved
1: arrow symbol on it
0: jenik i can lead you to where you need to go it would be nice to have a backup in case things go poorly for you
2: if you're planning to hide why don't i lead them? Take my hand, Denik. I will lead you into the darkness.
5: Are you sure?
2: With the power of friendship, anything is possible.
5: Alright, then.
6: The little lion's gonna reach his put his uh toy sword in his scabbard and reach his hand up to take Denik's and lead him towards the camp.
1: Okay, and
0: uh, um, Bachland, are you also going? Maybe? I'm going to stealth again and uh, kind of follow behind them, so in, the, in case that uh, things go south, uh, you know, since you said earlier that stealth can be used as your initiative as well. Um, if I'm already in stealth, hey, that that's an extra plus one to my initiative. <laughs>
1: Yeah, basically, if you're in stealth when combat begins, you get to use that as your initiative.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, go go into stealth and uh, pull pull out my instrument. Uh, you know, getting ready to uh, get, yeah. getting ready to use my bardic abilities if necessary. Right. Okay. Um,
1: and then. The the other two, are you just hanging back and waiting? Or like what, what's the plan?
3: Uh I would assume that we since we both said we're not good at stealthing and they're trying to like lure them away from the camp. If okay, um, so Edda wants to, we can stay back and wait for them to like lure them away, or at least some of them away, so that way we can already be in position to attack if need
4: be.
1: Okay. Um,
4: if we're luring some here or luring some away, like, I'm not entirely sure what the plan is. I don't know if I missed something, but I, I just think I don't the two think two, you missed anything. Not...
5: I think there was not a fully thought out plan. So we're, uh, we're going to go in there to draw some of the goblins out and lead them back here and hopefully kill them so that they have less numbers until we can whittle them down so that the camp is easier to overtake.
4: Okay, so it is what I thought. You're going to lead some here, and Kiara and I can just set up an ambush to, like, cut them down. So we're just going to okay, leave here. Okay, so
1: I'm going to have everyone roll stealth checks and assume that only, um, you know... The the ones that said they're going forward are actually going forward towards the king.
3: You want everyone to roll.
1: Yeah, because you're you're setting up ambush back here. Right? Yeah. Unless you're just going to, I don't know, stay in there and...
4: (laughs) I said I wasn't good at stealth. I only have a plus one to it. I have a negative one.
5: And and, if, and there it is. The thing that I'm not the best at, 26.
4: Are you wearing, like, plate armor or something, Britt? I
3: have a breastplate. And a steel shield.
4: And I also, have to, I also have a steel So I assumed you were wearing, like, super heavy armor. That's why you're not good at certain...
5: While I'm thinking about it, I should have done this before. But barely late than never, I guess... Uh, I'm going to pop my mage armor, so I have it, in case we're fighting.
1: (laughs) Okay, good plan.
5: I kind of of always assumed it's on, because it would always be. Like, you wake up, you cast mage armor. Right, yeah. But,
6: yeah, I'll have Um, that on.
1: I got a 19 distal. You could be crazy like me, and just be like, I'm not spending Gale's spell slot on mage armor. Well, I
6: mean, Gale's not worth as much as Denik is.
1: I mean, that's fair. Okay, uh cool. Denik and uh Fluffy or whatever your name is. Uh, Lord Fluffington the 3rd, the first of his name. Yeah. You Story two are sneaking forward to then like go sound to draw them away.
5: Correct. And maybe okay. some other some other uh, another plan that I may have in the woodworks. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Which is to Say
0: if he doesn't make a plan, you can't anticipate it, <laughs> right? <laughs>
5: yeah. I, I will tell you what I am going to do, so you can anticipate it, because it is a bit of a loophole. It's more for the shock value for everyone else.
1: That's fine. Yeah. I, I that's fine. I'm just you don't need to tell me right now. Um, you sure? Yeah, no, that's that's cool. Um, I just need to look at the so. Okay, um, Auckland got a nineteen. Zenit got a 26, and Fluffy got a 19. Pretty good. All right. Um. So the three of you, uh, two together and one off to the side, it sounded like, Um. head generally towards... Yeah, you can DM it to me if you want. Um, head towards the, the camp. And the other two kind of try and slip in the shadows where you were and wait for people to come to you.
5: Uh, question before I decide what I want to do. When you upcast a spell, when you heighten a spell, it just consumes one of the higher spells you have prepared, right? Yeah, uh, it consumes a higher spell slot. Okay, but since all my stuff is prepared, I have to pick which one I'm getting rid of.
0: Right,
1: yeah. Okay. You choose that when you're preparing spells. That is cool. All right. Which, given it's kind of a one shot and all this, like I don't really care. You're just as long Wait. as you're marking off spell slots as you're going. I
5: don't care that much. I so I'm with just with uh, Sir Fluffles or Fluffington.
1: Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, Bachland is somewhere nearby, but not
5: beside you, and somewhere in the shadows or some such. All right, let's see how they react first. I'd like to cast ghost sound, and okay. I'd like to make the noise of an angry dog growling.
1: Oh, all right.
5: And see what they do to that. Um, all right. It it can be up to as loud as three humans yelling.
1: Wow. Okay. Um... Yeah, you hear. Uh, it, it takes a second, but you hear the goblins. They're kind of chanty, songy, whatever they were doing. Um, breaks off, and you hear them kind of screeching at each other. Um, does anyone speak goblin?
5: Just thinking.
0: No, of course you gave it to me. <laughs>
5: Probably not. Oh, uh, I will say. I can make it far away from me, so it's going to be, like, in another direction. Okay. So they don't come towards us.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, Alright, so... Uh, if no one can understand it, that's fine. Um, you just hear goblin chittering. Um, they sound kind of... Confused, upset... Um,
5: what not... Um, yeah, can I... Is there something I can roll to kind of, like, understand their body language about the emotions they're conveying? I know I can't understand them, but I want to, like, see how they're sure. feeling. Sure. Uh,
1: Society. I don't know. <laughs> nah. Um, I'd say... I'd say... Perception. Okay. Society's more like the people you know. Not really. Like... Sixteen. Sixteen. Um... They are, uh, Brendan, all you, what what did you get on your perception when you were up there before?
5: I think you got a 13, 13. Okay.
0: Oh yes. Sorry. I was grabbing a drink. I did get a 13 on my, on my perception.
1: Um, I'm also going to have Cody roll a perception check. Since you guys are kind of up and closer now. But um, yeah, in terms of body language and stuff, they look um, they look distressed, kind of upset. They're kind of, you know, kind of like riling each other up, um, getting amped up to go face the the hated feared dog um, grabbing dog slicer, goblin swords and. Yeah. Yeah. I only want to know
6: one thing. Yeah.
2: Do they feel fear?
1: That's a good question. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they—they they seem like there is fear in the um, hearing the dog um, noises. Uh, now that you've both rolled, um, I will say, in addition to what Brendan saw, um, a an amount of ind- indeterminate amount of goblins he saw, um, and a, a hut. You see, um, you don't see, you hear, um, a more authoritative, um, voice speaking in Goblin, a female voice, um, that seems to be kind of. Uh, trying to tell them to basically, like, calm down and stay. Um, for um, for Fluffy, uh, with your perception check, you see um, of the two goblins you're able to see, um, they appear to be wearing children's clothes. Like, clothes like human children's
5: clothes oh no, no stretch
6: here uh do I recognize any from the imprinted memories from Belle playing with me and her friends
1: um no well um let's see what the dice say <laughs> um okay. Not specifically. Some look similar, but it's difficult to. You don't recognize any of Bell's clothes, but it possibly other clothes you recognize. But every peasant
6: villagers' clothes is made out of potato sacks, <laughs> <sex> anyways.
1: <laughs> Something like that. Uh, no, you know, there's some little like. I don't know little little dresses and little I don't know little pants and stuff. you know they're they're made out of fairly cheap fabrics and whatever, little cotton garments all made, yeah, I mean, they they certainly look of villager quality. So, that said, um, the goblins still seem kind of riled up and uh, appear to be heading off to investigate the sound. at least a few of them are.
5: Uh, I can kind of just keep doing it, so I'm going to try to like lower them along towards okay. the ambush.
1: Yep. Um, do you have to move to do
5: that? Just curious. Uh, give me one second, I'll double check. Brennan,
1: I'm going to have you roll a perception check again. Okay. Because you left and you came back. Hey, 22. Right. Okay, so you see some additional details. Um, you do see the the goblin swearing kids' clothes. Um, you also see... Um, a dwarf woman... Um, who looks vaguely familiar to you? Um, standing, um, mixing some sort of cauldron of something. Um, also, in the middle of this kind of clearing, um, with the that the bonfire illuminates, um, there appears to be some sort of stone tomb thing um like a big stone sarcophagus sort of
5: um alex i the range of ghost sound is 30 feet by base and i can make the sound originate from anywhere within range
1: okay cool um so yeah you're you're able to kind of trail them back to your ambush site so they're
5: kind of in range of everyone now
1: yeah, um, and it appears to
5: have have come to investigate. Can I get a... Okay, weird question. I have a separate spell for this. Uh, I'd like to cast Approximate. Sure, what
1: does
5: that uh, do? That's a cantrip that simply magically tells me how many of a thing are in what I can see. Okay. <laughs> I would like to magically count how many uh, foreign... Uh, how many people who i don't know that are in that camp like how many people other than my crew how many how many humanoids are present in that camp
1: okay well i don't think that's what that was designed for but i'll let you do it anyways um
5: i'm going to say 6 oh i'm sorry you're right that isn't really what that's designed for i apologize We can just say that I look with my eyes to see who I can visibly see. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to to bend the rules. Okay, so two of the six come out? Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. So, um,
1: with that said, I will... uh, What is your intention with the goblins? Just to kill them? Are you attacking them when they're in your ambush site?
5: That was my understanding. I'm kind of kinda of down with what anyone else wants to do.
3: I wanted to say, uh, if if they look like they're wearing children's clothing, I don't know if uh we don't if we wanna kill them in case the witch turned the children into goblins going off of the information that Kiara gave you guys before we left the town.
4: That was my thing, too. I was just like, are they goblins wearing the kids' clothing, or are they the kids in Goblin, you know, Goblin 4?
6: Yeah, I mean, kids don't speak Goblin, typically.
3: Yeah, but the information that we got earlier was that witches can turn them into animals and other things to, like, be subservient to her. Like, if I turn somebody into a goblin, does that mean that they would know Goblin? It's questionable. I mean, it'd be the same, like, if you turn them into an animal, are they just still going to speak human?
5: What are they going to speak animal? Also, the fear of dogs is innately goblin culture.
4: Okay. I'm just, I'm also just agreeing with Britt and throwing that option out there. Is that that could be a thing that happened, but... Could be. I will say this, if
3: you guys bring, uh, chase the goblins to Kiara and Etta, and Kiara sees them wearing children clothing... She will not kill them. She might try just to knock them out. Them, but she will not kill them.
4: We can just knock them out.
3: That's fine.
6: So doesn't Kira have Dispel?
0: Uh, so, Alex, you had said that yep. earlier that uh, I re- uh, that I vaguely recognize the dwarf woman that's there? mm mm-hmm. um, d- What would I roll to figure out to, to peer through my memory to figure out who that she is
1: um I'll say uh memory um I'll let you just roll a straight up like intelligence or like wisdom roll so it would oh. be like 10 plus your wisdom or intelligence modifier plus you oh plus plus 1 for proficiency for half level
0: Okay, so my int modifier is, uh, is a my int and wisdom modifiers are one. So I would just roll a d20 plus one.
1: Uh, plus two because you would take half your level. That one of the things in Pathfinder too is most okay. d20 rolls you're adding half your level. It's how they do scaling. Okay.
0: 20 plus two. You got a whole eight. Cool. Um, you would
1: think an eight wouldn't get you much, but it's hard to forget the face of your sister. You haven't seen your sister in God. I don't know how long Forbes lived for a long time, and you are far from where you grew up. seems very odd that she's here. oh boy
0: uh Alex you uh so. You did just send me a little uh, DM. Uh, so yeah. since this is the podcast, I am going to uh, have to ask you a question as well okay. as, uh, you know, just kind yeah. of put it we'll, out there. We'll, and, uh, we'll save. Uh, so at level three, I do have a ability called stubborn. Yeah. Um, I let's see your proficiency for will saves increases to expert. So is that already calculated then? In uh, there?
1: That should be calculated
0: in. um Ah yes, it is. Okay, I see. Trained yeah, expert. Okay, have a little e. Okay. okay, cool. I just wanted to double check that that wasn't. Yep. I just want to double check about that. Yep. Wrong.
1: Holy shit! Nice. Twenty six. Okay, she is your sister for but an instant. Um, long enough for you to recognize it. Um, but um. On second look, um, she appears to be a middle-aged elven woman, um, body kind of marked up with tattoos that appear to have occult significance.
0: Um. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, just, uh, Bachlin just kind of blinks and, like. Cool. Gets the the, the illusion out of his eyes and kind of narrows his, his little beady eyes at, at, uh, at her kind of, all right.
1: So for everyone dealing with the two goblins that were lured away, I'm going to have you roll initiatives. Um, so that's in this case, you get your choice of stealth or perception as your, uh, bonus.
2: Good. rolls.
1: I'm sorry. What? What are we rolling? Um, an, uh, an initiative. So you use either your stealth or your perception because you guys are being sneaky all. Uh, uh, as
5: your initiative bonus, seventeen.
3: Well, mine's mine's my uh perception, mm-hmm. not stealth, because my stealth is shit. That's
1: fine. Uh Brendan were you rolling or I uh, thought occupied? I thought that it
0: was for the only those those I, I didn't because... know if
1: you were following them back or not.
0: I I... Uh Yeah, I'll fo- I'll follow them back. I think okay. that it it makes sense to to assist so sure. so is, especially since that I'm not uh staring at at my sister anymore.
1: Right. And we will uh, see 17. how um Battle goes theater of the mind with Pathfinder. I've never
0: tried that before. All right, let's see here. It's generally not too bad, unless, of course, that you have spells that are like, this is an area of effect of yeah. this exact area, and then it becomes a little problematic.
1: Yeah. All right, give me just a second to throw my initiatives in order. Cody, what's your dex? Uh, my dex is zero. And Britt, how about you?
3: My deck is plus one.
0: Okay, cool. Mm. Do you need my decks? Nope, they tied on initiative, so I needed it. Oh, okay. Well, I was asking because I think that me and Tyler tied on initiative as well. Uh, what'd you roll? I rolled a seventeen. I have Tyler
1: at. Oh, I must have been looking at something else. Okay, yeah. Um, I guess I need your guys' decks too. I maybe I just mistyped, but I had him at twenty-seven for some reason.
0: <laughs> My decks is two. My decks is four.
1: Okay, that's an easy fix. All right, cool. Um, so, uh, Kiara, um, you're up first. What do you want to do? There's two goblins that have been lured in by ghost sounds. They've got their little. Goblin dog slicer sword Things they're wearing little kids clothes And um have little Like face paints That they've kind of marked themselves with Um And they seem a little agitated Looking around for this dog thing
3: Um I want to Have them like Once they get as like Close as they can at least Within 120 feet Oh, and, definitely then I, that close. and then i and then i want to try and cast dispel magic on them
1: okay yeah no they're they're probably like i don't know 20 feet away from you i assume they see you at that point and that prompts you to act and set off the whole chain of events
0: uh alex i just want to let you know i actually did mess up on my uh on my uh, what's called on my initiative roll, I should actually have a nineteen. Uh, I did not. I have a uh, uh, an ability that triggers uh, when you roll initiative. That okay. gives me a plus two circumstance bonus to initiative. Awesome. Good to know.
3: So I'm going to cast to spell, magic. Okay. It is a spell level two. All right. Um and I roll Arcana?
1: Um, film it.
3: Attempt a, a counteract check against the target. So, do I just roll a d20 then?
1: Um, so yeah, you're going to add your Arcana in that, that case. Um, okay. Or whatever school or tradition of magic you're casting from.
3: Well, I don't think it's going to be religion, so... Alright, then our comment. Non-nat 20.
1: Nice. Um nothing nothing seems to happen. Um you're sure that your spell connected. Um, but there doesn't seem to be any magic to dispel.
3: In that case. I guess I just uh Get prepared to attack.
1: Okay, so a spell's two actions, you still have one action. So you can move up into melee range with them with a move action, or you can... If you have some other one action thing you can do, you can do that.
3: I'm going to... I'll move up within melee range once I realize the the dispel magic didn't dispel what I thought was going on. Okay. And that will end my turn.
1: Cool. Okay, uh, up next is going to be Fluffy. Destroyer of Shadows and giver of hugs. Uh, Fluffy's
6: going to draw his sword and move into attack
1: range. All right. Um. So, two. and one action to close the distance, and you have two actions as you get into melee range of the closest goblin.
2: Uh,
1: is there, like, a hold action to,
6: like, uh prepare an attack for if they
1: attack? Yeah, I'll let you do that.
6: Alright, uh, so I'm going to prepare that for to have an attack if the goblins attack and then fluffy's going to go
2: greetings friend-shaped beings you have 5 seconds to tell me where my best friend is
1: <laughs> um and you say that in common i that's probably the only language you have um yep. cool uh so <laughs> the goblin turns to you and uh, here okay goblins do have comment cool uh the the goblin turns to you and uh did you roll that as a are you trying to do an intimidation or diplomacy or are you just saying that with no expectation of changing their oh yeah um, i should probably roll a diplomacy with that yeah if you're wanting to like get them to converse with you um, and all that. 24. Cool. All right. Um, Yeah, okay. Um, So the goblin turns to you and um, kind of tilts its head. uh, Unsure what to make of the uh, stuffed animal before it that's talking at it. Um,
2: Best friend? question mark my kid bell you took her in the middle of the night i want her back and no one has to die
1: i what what are you
2: talking about i'm talking about my best friend bell i didn't take a bell her name is bell
1: why do you think I took Bell
2: because your tricks let us hear
1: he looks uh at the other goblin and like very confused, the other goblins like you are you a dog? and he like sniffs at you.
2: <laughs> I'm a lion. Roar! <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Um, he's like, this. Don't make sense. I don't. I don't like this. Uh, and he tries to like run away from you.
6: All right. So I used one action to move. One action to prepare the attack.
0: And uh yeah. I yeah. assume one action to talk. Diplomacy, yeah.
6: Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. all that's my three actions. Cool. Well uh reaction, but
0: yeah, uh Brendan, it is your turn. Okay. Uh I'm going to break my stealth and take out my dual trumpets and attack uh the goblin that's running.
1: Okay. Um I roll an attack roll.
3: What's the damage on a trumpet?
0: You're about to find Sonic. out. Girl. <laughs> Sonic. Uh yeah, I'm gonna use both my my well, uh so question can I I can declare the first attack and then if that if if the goblin happens to die from that one, I can then declare the second attack on the other one. I don't yes, have to I I'm okay. not making you yeah.
1: You get to roll your attacks
0: as you go okay cool does a 22 hit the goblin yeah sure does <laughs> okay as a gout of fire comes out of my uh out of one of my trumpets as I do to on it okay uh and then I roll d6 for trumpet damage okay does a three kill the goblin no, sir, it does not. Okay, then I'm going to use my other trumpet to to deal duting damage at the goblin. Okay. <laughs> uh, so since I'm using two attacks, that means I use the second attack action, which is a, at a minus five, right? Correct, yes. 16. That uh,
1: That matches, which means it hits. Okay. Max damage of a six. Nice. Um, it's not looking good, but it is not dead.
0: Oof. Um. Yeah. Mm, do I want to? Uh. Hmm. I, I I'm sending you a question real quick, Alex. Hey.
5: Okay. But the podcast, Brendan.
0: Okay, um, so, fair enough, I had to double check on how to reload my trumpets. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna drop the fucking act here. Um, I, uh, I'm going to use my class feat of dual weapon reload for my last action to reload my fucking trumpets, uh, air quotes trumpets. Uh, I have fucking flintlocks on me, guys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So,
1: anyways, um, that's your turn. Yep, Reloading that's my turn. Last action, uh, Denik, it is your turn.
5: I have a question.
1: does yeah.
5: non lethal and lethal damage use the same track?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The, okay, it, that works. Added, and if you basically, it's kind of like. Whatever kind of gets the killing blow. Okay. Um, yeah. Killing blow in air quotes, of course.
0: Gotcha.
4: We'll probably be taken care of by the time it gets around to my initiative.
0: I mean, you know there's well. still a second goblin. <laughs> I was
1: expecting, you know, not to have all the goblins split up. So there was that.
5: But that's just how it goes. Dan kind of takes a deep breath. Well, need one alive, I guess. If you are a kid, I'm really sorry. I'd like to cast Torturous Trauma. (laughs) Shit. That's like a brutal spell. Okay. (laughs) It's not Uh, lethal, bro.
1: Okay, are you casting it on the one that looks more hurt or the one that looks untouched so far? The
5: one that looks more hurt.
1: Okay. Then, um, what is? Uh, do they have to roll a save of some sort? Uh, they or do. They it...
5: have to roll a Fortitude save. It doesn't have a, have a list of fails and passes, so I assume if they if they pass, yeah. they, they still oh, take damage.
1: Your class DC um, should be listed on there somewhere. That's the DC they got to pass.
2: Twenty fortitude. Holy shit!
5: Holy shit! <laughs> okay. Well, my, my Wizard DC isn't 26.
0: So Holy shit.
5: Hold on, let me double check and see if it does anything if they pass. Yeah, I mean it might. Never. Okay, so it's a basic save so on a success they take half the damage listed. Okay, so how much is that? Uh, 2d8 I think, because uh, Cantrip's auto-heightened right? Yes. So they are it's just upgrade now. So yeah,
1: roll roll your normal damage, and we'll take half and do that.
5: I'm sorry, it's two D four plus my spell casting modifier. Oops. That's ten damage, half to five, not Non-legal. Okay. Um, it is still
1: up. Uh, though it seems it screams in unhappy pain. I would imagine with that spell.
5: Uh, the spell's description is their internal organs are battered.
1: <laughs> um, cool.
5: It's um, just meant to cause damage. That's non-lethal. It, it's like the it's like the the baki whip strike. It just hurts really badly. It doesn't. All kill right. You. Then
1: maybe instead of screaming, it like it, all the wind is knocked out of it, and it's just like gasping for breath and clutching its sides. Um. But it is Etta's turn.
4: Okay. So oh, still up at this point, right?
1: Uh, both are still up at this point. One looks in pretty bad shape and the other one is basically untouched.
4: Uh, are they close by enough that I could go up to them, hit one, and then hit the other?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they'd be pretty much next to each other. They They came out to explore together.
4: Okay, I think each of my melee strikes is just an action, so I think I can do two.
1: Melee strikes are generally just an, a basic melee strike. Just one action.
4: Cool.
1: Uh, you take a minus five for each successive attack you make in a round. but
4: That's fine. Yep. So I'll just the first one will be at a plus ten. The second one will be at a plus five. That's all.
1: Yep. Just tell me which one you're attacking first. The hurt one or the non-hurt one. Um. I guess
4: I'll go for the the hurt one first.
1: Okay. Then roll so your
4: that, My sword out and my shield, I go up to them and just stabby stab. Okay. Pretty cut and dry. Try to make it a nice efficient blow. Does a 29 hit.
2: Holy shit. Chris.
0: Uh, that crits <laughs> wait really?
1: Yeah, because it's more than 10 above the, the AC. Oh, shit. So that shit. becomes the crit, yeah. That's kind of cool. So a crit is basically you, you roll your damage and add it all together and then double it.
4: And then do I add into the damage?
1: Um. So it should be like so the damage should be your weapon die plus your strength modifier.
4: Right, that's what I thought. Making yeah. sure. But it's the same in uh, Pathfinder as well. Yeah. So. Okay, so five damage. And you said doubled? Yep. Okay, so ten damage on the hurt one.
1: Uh, So that kills it. How would you like to kill it?
4: Uh, I mean, I'm just going to stab it in the neck so it kind of muffles its screams, hopefully.
1: Okay, um, it um, it just gurgles and collapses. It did.
4: And I'm gonna sling the weapon out, and as I do I'm gonna try and slice it, like, as I'm pulling the blade out of the neck, try and slice it across the the throat of the other goblin.
1: Okay, make your attack roll on the other goblin.
4: 25. Not 20.
1: Ah, Goddamn. Oh my fucking god. Okay, so I would ask if that included the minus five, but it kind of doesn't matter within that twenty. It
4: it did because uh, I have a plus okay. ten to hit, oh, cool. and I um, so I, I did plus five. Instead. Oh,
1: that crits again. <laughs> so roll your damage and double it. Jeez. Uh,
4: another five damage. So another ten damage total.
1: Okay. Um, well done. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> um yeah, so that that's your turn. The other goblin is not looking so hot. Um, but it is its turn. Um and in a panic, it's going to just reactively attack back at you. Um Yeah, at, at, at a, who's right there and just stabbed it in the fucking neck.
4: Uh my uh, AC is 19.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, Let me find their attackies. Okay.
6: And that's going to trigger my ready to action.
1: Probably is. Um, So, yeah, um, because it's your ready to action, you're going to get to go first when it tries to make its attack. So... You do your thing, and if it's still alive, it gets to finish its attack. Fifteen. Uh, that does not hit, unfortunately. Darn! Missed by one. Yep. Um. All right. So let me roll attack for this guy.
3: Clearly, you're uh, ready to action, but we're not completely ready for it to attack.
1: It's his first time. Okay. Hey, it's the first time I've ever swung a sword. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he just crit missed. I rolled a one.
4: <laughs> he tries to hit me and leads into my sword that tried to slash his throat.
1: Or did yeah. <laughs>
0: um.
1: You know what? I will say because he crit missed while you're trying to do that, I will give you the bonus plus one to let you connect your attack. oh. <laughs> And we'll just say, yeah, he leaned into your attack. That's so goofy. I love it. Seven, <laughs> Seven damage. Yes. Nice.
4: Damn, um, dude.
1: It is still alive, though. Jaws barely.
4: You had a long sword.
6: I do. I also have a divine weapon and a divine ally that is focused on my blade.
4: Ah, uh, okay. Paladin. No, I was just curious because he's rolling a D ten and my long sword's listed as a D eight, so
1: Yeah. Well um, that makes sense. Okay. So um he has his one panic attack, which flails wildly, um, gets nowhere close, and he just goes into full run mode um and starts fleeing.
3: Yeah, my panic attacks do that to me too
1: yeah um (laughs) wow wow (laughs) wow uh wow um does anyone have attacks of opportunity or anything like that
4: yes yes i do
1: all right (laughs) then do it
4: chris is uh, built to fight and not let the person survive
1: It, it is called a fighter for a reason
4: now would that be at my normal hitting?
1: Um, I believe so. Yes.
4: Seventeen. Uh, that hits nine damage.
1: Uh, it is dead.
4: D e d.
1: D e d. Using goblin spelling. It um. Is backwards. Yeah. Yeah, it is spelled backwards. You're right. Um, yeah, they're dead. Combat is over.
4: It's gonna <laughs> wipe, wipe the viscera off my blade, like on the child's yep. clothes that the goblin hat is wearing,
1: and they do not turn into children <laughs> as they die.
4: Good.
0: I'm going nope. to uh, I'm going to reholster my uh, my dueling pistols and uh, take out a, a just take out my books and walk to, you, walk to you all and just be like, Well done, everyone.
5: Very well done. Well, this has even weirder consequences.
2: So that's what death sounds like. Mr. Historian, how do you spell...
0: Oh, well, that would be a G-R-M-L-P-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L URGH?
2: Good, I want to make sure it's accurate.
0: Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is "Horrorific" by Kevin MacLeod, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, remember to refresh those hero points.